listeners, welcome to the WIP12 podcast. I'm your host, Raymond, and today I'm here with Thomas Helminen, the war corps from Stockholm, and well-known in Sweden, and, well, he mostly makes it into the top five of the ITS. So, and welcome to the show, Thomas. Thanks, Raymond. Good to be here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had you on uh, on the White Noise podcast, uh, so it was only natural to have you on the WIP12 podcast. Since you're so yeah. knowledgeable and uh, kicking ass, especially in Scandinavia. Scandinavia. So <laughs> yeah, sauce and stuff. Yeah, I've been playing a lot now with uh, still with the COVID. Uh, mm-hmm. It's been hard to get the, the physical tournaments going, but I've been playing a lot of uh, tabletop simulator, and uh, that's actually how I got up in the in the top uh, of right. the IT yeah. rankings. Yeah. It's good stuff. Yeah, it's no, for now it's also my only way to get ELO points because uh, we're in lockdown here in the Netherlands hoping to survive the Omicron and then uh, yeah. <laughs> go back it to is. normal, hopefully. <laughs> yeah, it's difficult times. We've yeah. got, uh, I've got a tournament coming uh, next week, next mm-hmm. Saturday. I'm going to Uppsala. It's like an hour drive from Stockholm. Yeah. And we'll be playing, I think, 10 people, 12 probably. But we'll see. Yeah, with the restrictions, if they change, then we'll have to cancel the event. Yeah, 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 yeah. Then in February we have a larger tournament, the twenty-player tournament in here in Stockholm, actually. Oh, cool. And um, yeah, we've got players coming from all around uh, Sweden and also from, uh, I think, Estonia and Latvia. Uh, Those guys will go everywhere. (laughs) Yeah, they will. Yeah, (laughs) it's awesome. So yeah, hopefully we can play those events, but yeah, otherwise it's uh, it's gonna be tabletop simulator, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm also hoping for the end of February to have some uh, in real life tournaments going on, because right now I've I've cancelled everything that I was ha- that I had planned here in the Netherlands. So right. uh, yeah, hopefully after February or March I can uh, finally do some in real life stuff again. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. So yeah, well. Um, well, what we're going to talk about, we're going to learn a bit about Thomas, and then we're going to talk Assassin's Bagram. Yeah, which is good a, stuff. Yeah, it's a very interesting faction to me because it's probably I started with I started with Ariana, then I went Hakislam, but the part of Hakislam that really interested me eleven years ago was the Assassins, per, purely by the idea of of these these assassins and uh, they're, they're the crazy stuff like the Fides and being able to put models in your opponent's uh, half of the table if you're new to yeah. uh, if you're new to infinity or yeah and you come from a wargaming uh perspective this is this is a crazy unit <laughs> it is for sure it's so so different from anything else i guess because otherwise you'll be standing in your deployment zone somebody has camo and infinity so they'll start a bit further up, yeah. but actually deploying in front of your uh, your opponent's figures and and probably doing it as the last piece that's yeah. set up is uh, is crazy powerful. It yeah. sure is. Yeah, yeah, and and assassins is oh they got a revamp, but we're gonna talk all about it. So, but uh, yeah, Thomas, can you uh, introduce yourself? Yeah, so I'm uh, 41 years old. Uh, I live in Stockholm, Sweden. And I've been playing Infinity for about eight years. Mm-hmm. Uh, I looked back on my Instagram feed and saw that in March, 
2014, I, I uploaded the first pictures of the painted models of Ariadna. Yeah. So for the longest time, I played a 20-man Ariadna list, uh, usually almost the same units, but with some leeway towards picking uh, new stuff as well. Yeah. And then from Ariadna, I went to Steel Phalanx once they introduced the, the limited insertion rule uh, in ITS. Yeah. So uh, well, for a couple own, of months, yeah. yeah, I went with like Hector Link with... Uh, with Patroclus and and like uh, all the the heroes, which was so much different from Ariadna, from yeah. the t- twenty man uh, small guys toward uh, uh, like the, the guys who are worth a lot of points. Yeah, all the and, beef. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And uh, so it was in uh, an interesting change, actually. Yeah. Uh, I also tried uh, nomads in a couple of in, uh, insert, uh, limited insertion lists and um, they were a bit harder i think because yeah. they didn't have the same oomph yeah you mostly like pay you for have... the tricks not for the yeah, exactly power. Yeah. I, yeah i tried um like a duo of geckos and wild tags they i, I don't think yeah, they really did what i thought they would mm-hmm. so um yeah, I, I sold off the Nomads after a while because I just didn't play them. Yeah. And now with the the tactical insertion lists with the 15 pl- uh, figure maximum, I've been, I tried uh, Steel Phalanx a couple of times mm-hmm. and they worked decently well actually. Like you have to drop Hector, but you can have um, Phoenix and McKayan. And then in the second group, you have like um, Thorakitai Link, mm-hmm. a format link. And they have like they have the orders enough to get off the board and do something. So it is interesting to have two full uh, four man links uh, in different combat groups. Yeah. And uh, that worked well enough. It was fun. But um, I also went over to uh, to combined army, and I kind of fell in love with she skin and uh, Noctifer. There's a lot of stuff that's like all auto includes for me. Yeah, and it felt like I found I I really found the playstyle that I wanted. They also have the the Grave and Speclo that are. Um, or uh, they can do the same stuff as uh, the Fides. They're yeah. in person first, they start next to your opponents, and they can either just lie there and, and annoy your opponent, or they can go on a rampage. And if not el- nothing else, they can pick out like one or two units that, that you really don't want standing yeah. up. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, I kind of love that, that you don't, you don't have to move stuff up the board. Like I had to with Ariadna, you had to have the the Spetsnaz. While while a good attack piece, you have to spend like four or five orders on him to get him into position, and yeah. then start shooting. And yeah. if he dies on a crit from the beginning, you have wasted like half your first round. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. He's he's mostly the golden boy, but somehow I am I'm yeah. I'm for a long while I'm now going without. Mainly because yeah, it it gets outmaneuvered and then yeah, that one crit yeah. can take it out. 
But uh, at the same time, I think like evolving as a player and, and realizing that I don't have to like do the alpha strike with that piece. Uh, so I've, I've, in the she skin lists now, lately before I started the assassins, I I uh, tried to leave her for the first round and and use something else yeah. to with the first round or do like the objectives and whatnot. Because then when your opponent has has done stuff with his specialists or moved up pieces, it it takes so few orders for Shiskin to actually get into the fray. Mm -hmm. So it works a lot better. I've I've uh, like if I need to start the game, I've often overextended with Shiskin, like used her for eight orders and then needed to back down for two orders and, and that just takes a lot of yeah. A lot of effort, I think. Uh, and if she goes down in, in the opponent's first round, then you're you're sitting with exactly everything in your deployment zone and, and uh, you haven't really accomplished anything and then uh, other than taking out like an ARO piece or two. So uh, Yeah. Um, That's mostly the pro proteon uh, which makes yeah. her so powerful and then it's mostly handy to have a unit close. Uh, Absolutely. So to like wait, can... to wait before the before they come into a position to ambush, yeah, and start eating and then be powerful. Yeah, if you can, if you can do that, uh, like in the first round, then it's awesome. I mean, then then your opponent will have a really hard time to take down a, a four wound model with with like cover. She has the she has everything that she needs really, yeah, yeah, and she yeah. dodges really well as well usually. So. Uh, it's a powerful unit, I, I think, yeah. Yeah, me at least. So, but after the the combined army, I I started assassins uh, on tabletop simulator actually, and uh, I think the the TTS is perfect for me because you can try out new units, you can try out new armies, without actually having to like spend the cash and paint the models. So you can try them out and then see if you really like them. Oh, and sure, yeah, it, yeah. I, I actually fell in love with the assassins as well. They have the almost the same place that, that I, I used with the um, combined army, but there are obviously huge differences as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, uh, they've worked really well for me as well. Well, uh, let's go into them then. What what are your general thoughts on uh, on the assassins? Um. Wow. Yeah. So. Asaviras are my number one go-to guys, I guess. Um, these are the like the super soldiers of, um, yeah. of the Hassans. They have two wounds. They have regeneration. They're really tough to put down. And if you do, then they just might pop up again. Like they have this 14. So it's not really that difficult to actually make them worth their points. Um, they are expensive. They cost like from 32 points up to 39. Um, but they have the ballistic skill at 14 and armor four. Yeah. They also have nine BTS, which is it's crazy high because it saves you from hackers. Yeah. At least yeah. A time, hopefully. Yeah, I've, I've I've underestimated that once or twice. Like I thought that um, like a hacker would stop an Asavira run, and then it was like, nope, no, they just they just go on. They're still coming. Yeah, because they're six two move as well, so yeah. they're they're fast in inactive. 
And add to that that they dodge on 14s and they have plus two inches on their dodge moves. So they can can become 6-4 quite easily. Yeah. And even if you miss that dodge with one or two of them, you still mostly make it with one. And um, that, that becomes dangerous for your opponent. Uh, the opponent can't really hide everything and wait them out because they also have stealth. And, um, well, yeah, I don't know, martial arts as well, and uh, 23cc, so you don't want them close, and you don't want them coming fast either. So I think they're really hard to defend against, other than if you have, like, hidden uh, hidden deployed uh, missile launchers or or plasma rifles or something, Uh, because then, then the assassins really need to play it a lot safer. Yeah, and I think that's like the main point for the assassins that you can you can play them defensively. So you really always want to go second. It doesn't really matter if you need to deploy first either, because in the lists that I play, I have uh, the Dailami, yeah, which is my second favorite unit. I think because they uh, they're the cheapest of of the cheap guys, and um, they still have like camouflage one use, no mimetism, so they don't, they're not hard to discover, but they also have panzerfausts and light shotguns. Yeah. Um, the profile I use is the 8.1, and that has infiltration, which is, I think it's crazy good. Yeah, yeah, it's... I've, like I've, this, I've discussed it before that it's probably a mistake on Corvus <laughs> Belly's part to make all this yeah, still, former inferior infiltrator unit just straight up infiltrator and then you end up with yeah. Faust everywhere. Yeah, absolutely. And with with that, that you can get plus uh, six on short range or the Panzerfaust uh, uh, on long range is, uh, it is I think it's difficult for uh, new opponents to deal with. Uh, while like the opponents that know how to play against them just either ignore them or or go a different route but they are uh, such a huge roadblock so yeah. i like the last lists i've been playing i've had i've had four of them in my second <laughs> combat group um they are uh, irregular so don't you don't like you, you you lose the the orders that they would generate every round but for yeah. what they bring i think i personally think yeah. yeah they're really worth it um they don't do much either like either they get killed off on the on the first aro that they try to shoot yeah or then they um then they they could get hit and then go prone or whatever if they make the armor roll yeah and, and that's probably it like you can try and dodge them to uh, to stand up but usually it's just uh, waiting for the perfect aro yeah. and if nothing else it, they are like if you can line them up so they they the two of uh, well at least two of them have the same targets they they can just either delay their uh, attacks against camo yeah. or they can uh, aro at the same time like you have two Panzerfausts coming from one from each target. It's it, it might be rough trying to to split the burst on two of them. Yeah. 
And especially now in ITS 13 with the um, the zones, the blizzard zones, where you lose burst, it's uh, I think that makes them even better. Yeah, yeah, just getting less burst against them while still yeah. getting that one Panzerfaust. And yeah, and still, if that Panzerfaust hits, it's a three save yeah. explosive uh, AP. Uh, uh, uh. It is hard. Yeah, and Maybe and I... eleven, but. Sometimes, oh man! Ah, it'll be even if you're shooting at a five. Yeah. I mean, you could hit, and then your opponent hits with a one, and then hits a twenty or yeah. something like on burst two. So, um, and and the fact that they're camo, so your opponent needs to either they need to discover shoot yeah. or they need to walk four inches or six inches, whatever, into cover so so that you see them, and then you don't do anything and they will have to either discover at that point or then like lose half the order and then do a discover shoot yeah. for next order. So having four of them standing up in in cover uh, helps uh, like your opponent to waste orders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, going second, even with the fides like hidden and in cover, uh, I I think your opponent will always have a rough time deciding what to use those orders for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because worst case uh, they take orders. Uh, best case they hit something with a Panzerfaust that drops uh, exactly. drops over yeah. and is far more yeah w worth it than the I know, like, itself. Even if you're coming up with a tag or something and you're uh, like say. Uh, yeah, so you have the avatar. You see two uh, two camouflage dilamis, and I will ARO you. Even if I only hit you on twos or whatever it would be, yeah. then I mean you'll go down. You've got a hundred and eighteen point model gone against an eight point model, which yeah. is the the payout is all, will always be good. Yeah, yeah. I've, um, I've, I've, I've had game. Winning moves have the Metro, of course, which is comparable with the Panzerfaust yeah. and being uh, being infiltrator. And yeah. and I I have seen Suryats disappear. Uh, Sphinxes got uh, wounded to a point where they cannot rampage in, uh, around to get uh, enough. Yeah. And yeah, you're hitting on fours or fives or yeah, dang or twos even. Yeah. But yeah, it, if if the hit comes. Oh yeah, boy. <laughs> it's devastating. Yeah. And I mean, they they also work really well on like closed maps where you have like supplies mission or whatever that you can deploy them in a way that your opponent will have a hard time getting the mission done. Even yeah. if you're in cover and you're not seen from the start, they'll have to use the orders Just to looking at the come and pick you up. Yeah, yeah, and. Uh, being uh, irregular, they can still use their own order to to get into a better vantage point to to move. Yeah. So, uh, like you, if you need to start your the round, you can always move them to the point where you need to be, mm -hmm. not from start, but where you want to be after. So, yeah, I love these guys. Yeah, uh, understandable. Yeah, and the fides are <laughs> like yeah. These guys, you can have several fides in uh, in assassins. You can have two regular fides, yeah. who are yeah, they're impersonators. They can start up the 
board at your opponent's deployment zone. Uh, rolling a, a whip roll will put you in the deployment cell as well, if you want to. And then, yeah, they have stealth, surprise attack, total terrain as well, so they can move uh, through these blizzard zones without any uh, any problems, which helps a lot as well. Mm-hmm. Um, martial arts, yeah, they're they're like strong. Uh, they're a strong attack piece. The only thing is that they have ballistic skill 11, which is fairly low for for an attack piece starting at your opponent's deployment zone. But, I mean, if they have the light shotgun, all the profiles, they have the boarding shotgun. Um, Like, combine that with a smoke grenade or or looking at fire teams or whatever, then you'll do damage or you can just um, hide them in a way that will uh, make it like make your opponent use a lot of orders. Uh, they're hard to discover as well, so they're minus six to start, and then if you discover them, they go down to zero. But still, the fact that your opponent will have to waste at least one order for that yeah. is, uh, I mean, they'll pay their points almost every yeah. time. Unless yeah, mostly, you... I, I always think, yeah, well, there's a day, and when it goes, it will at least kill something but yeah. like either either your your missile bot or a yeah. fire team or your lieutenant even if you have like a metro lieutenant or whatever you'd use in Ariadna it's like you, you'll have to deploy in such a way that these guys don't have an easy way in so which means that when you're playing a assassin's player you'll have to deploy very def- defensively yeah and not like on the on the deployment line because even if you're going first and you want to attack with almost everything you got this guy will will stand somewhere that will make it difficult and and the impersonation makes it also like they have it's as if they have infiltration so you could instead of deploying at your opponent's deployment zone you can deploy them at objectives in the middle yeah. So your opponent comes looking for an objective or needs to push that last button with their last order, you'll be there and and it they'll have a difficult time. Yeah, for sure. For sure, yeah. And um while talking about Fides, we also have Hussein Al Jabel, who is a Fide character. Yeah, the super Fide. Yeah, the super Fide. Uh, while decently almost the same as the regular Fides, he has a higher ballistic skill of 12, and he has BS attack continuous damage. Yeah. Which is, uh, yeah, he he shoots people and then they burn up. Yeah. Uh, or whatever. I think he had poison in, in the last, before the re- remake. Yeah. Um. Which was so, a weird, yeah, weird but rule, it's, and everyone had to look up when it ever it come came up. So it's simplified. I still can't remember what poison did. That's <laughs> it, it, it. It is continuous damage, but the yeah. fact that it was called poison and not just continuous, I think uh, that that was confusing. Yeah. Yeah. But continuous damage. Yeah. So yeah, you shoot with ballistic skill twelve. You have surprise attacks probably in good range because you have the light shotgun and the rifle yeah 
and hopefully in like a situation where your opponent won't have cover so you'll be shooting at 15 or 18s and i mean that's a good enough chance to hit your opponent but with the light shock and you also have the templates so yeah. you don't even have to hit to roll um to roll to hit and um so continuous damage does you roll to save, and if you fail it, you have to roll again. You take the wound, and then you roll again. Yeah. Uh, much like the, like the heavy rocket launcher has uh, continuous damage. But actually having a guy that can like start at your deployment zone and then use one or two orders um, to move in, and then put down two templates, you will have to dodge like with the whole fire team if you've like deployed them in a conga line. Yeah. And that that's just difficult to deal with if you're new. Uh, if you've been playing for a while, you can absolutely like deploy everything a lot better. But at the same time, you can't deploy everything too defensively either, because yeah. then then I'm gonna be using my specialists and and like other troops to to do what I want to do. And it yeah, just if, uh, if your first game is like, all right, I'm gonna play my first game of Infinity, and then you play against Assassin Bagram who brings three <laughs> three like, impersonators starts the first turn <laughs> yeah. uh, absolutely that that will be rough yeah. and I'm, I'm gonna pay one command token to save two figures to uh, deploy once you've deployed yours yeah. Yeah. and absolutely i would want to start that that match absolutely but at the same time i can also play the the scenario and go second and with three for days uh that would use up all your orders from the first round to yeah. to either to deal with them or to run away and hide with like your lieutenant and other important figures so absolutely um so this guy also has terrain total and, and stealth and everything you need uh the thing with him is that he also has viral close combat weapon and um, on martial arts level four and 23 cc it's it's really difficult if he gets yep. too close, and um, like you'll you'll have to make a difficult choice if he walks into close combat and he sees you before, because if you're dodging or using CC, he can shoot or use CC. So, um, yeah, uh, it's a tough guy, I think. Yeah. And at 33 points, he's he is expensive for one model, but if he gets the job done. Um, I mean that just uh, it'll make it difficult for your opponent. Kill. Yeah, yeah. So the last uh, tournament I played uh, him in, I walked in behind a, a Zeta tag, mm. and while I did have like uh, he could dodge, but since I was behind him, I got to put down two templates of the light shotgun. Um, he saved one and just kept failing the second one, and he went <laughs> unconscious. <laughs> So, like taking down a tag to Only unconscious and then is, is the worst. Yeah. <laughs> or I just like I sacrificed him because he had like three other models that could shoot. So I just did the coup de gras yeah. to remove the tag. And I mean that's sometimes you you uh, need to sacrifice these guys if they get the job done. Then that sacrifices so. Um, yeah, it just works so well. Yeah. Because even if you have these guys, then you have the core link, 
And the core link is my next go-to uh, because you can, you have so many wild cards yeah, at I've, the moment. I've, I've said, said jokingly that assassins, cores, everything can go with everything. Yeah. <laughs> you, have, you, you probably need one guy or girl that is like the base troop and then everything else is just wild cards. Yeah, it's... Uh, and I've, I, I've, I've I seen my that. opponent's assassin opponents reform links uh, in combinations that I'm like, all right, sure, sure, it's probably... <laughs> it might work, it might not. Yeah. <laughs> but I've done, like the last lists I've done, I've been contemplating if I need eight figures that can link with each other or is seven enough. I, I usually <laughs> have the core from start and then... Like, if two guys die, I can still reform a core, but that also, uh, it's, like, it's um, it's hard because you have to have those units close to each other. Yeah. So it, you have eight guys that are in close vicinity. Uh, it will, uh, either it opens up the map for your opponent to do what he wants, or it becomes difficult when somebody comes on a rampage like a sphinx with a flamethrower and spitfire or whatever yeah my, and... my my experience with that is that like they're okay they're, they're like four dalami spread out there's a fidei and the rest is all clunked up in either left or the right corner exactly <laughs> being ready to yeah. reform the link to five again uh, whenever it comes up and what i love about this core is that the the usual setup for me it's to have the the nco gulam mm -hmm. which has well they can use the the lieutenant order in a core link which is good and then um, they have the light grenade launcher with smoke and and grenades so so they can use that order either to speculate fire or or put down smoke for for yara so yara haddad uh, she's something of a super soldier, I think, for me as well, because she has the MSV2. She has 13... Still, still weird that she doesn't have a model. <laughs> it's, it's the most no. used chick in the whole of, of, of Ark Islam as of now. I think with the with this next uh, like two-player box, I've heard rumors say that it will be Aleph against hack islam mm -hmm. and so i would hope that it's like it's steel phalanx against assassins yeah because that way in, in the second in the beyond box you yeah, would she, you yeah. would really have to put yara because otherwise yeah, it's just beyond box. yeah it's madness that she doesn't have a model <laughs> yet because she she makes really every list i play now yeah. and when i started out with the assassins i used just like the regular uh, profile with strategic deployment, which mm -hmm. makes your your whole core can deploy four inches further in, which is it's awesome. And she also gets a lot of use when she's not the lieutenant. So you yeah. can you can shoot down some smoke with either the NCO or Mutavias, and then just go nuts with her. Uh, I played a game against um, Ariadna with a full camo list on 15 figures, and he had a lot of AROs. But being in smoke, she could just discover, shoot. And and uh, having put down so many models in the first round actually made me 
win the last, even if uh, my opponent took her out, took a lot else out as well. Yeah, yeah. And she she gets the job done. Uh, she also has bioimmunity, which means that she can choose if she wants to use BTS or armor. And she has three BTS, so it's well. She's not. She's pretty flimsy. She goes down fast, but could also get a lot done. Yeah. Um, she has the AP marksman rifle, which is. I mean, it's not that good, but AP is fine, like how it works now. So and she the, can and, either and, take. Yeah, and she has the range because of the marksman rifle and four shots if she's in a core. So still, she starts firing pretty soon, uh, pretty easily. Yeah. Uh, Within a few moves. And usually it just uses the four shots on like war core models or uh, yeah. uh, flash bots or whatever. And, and just as long as you take out these orders with one of your orders, it's fine. Like, but if you stand shooting as with any attack piece, if you have to use four orders on a single war core, then um, yeah, you're going to. If not lose the game, then it's gonna make it uh, all a lot more difficult. Yeah. She also has heavy pistol with plus one burst, so that's also burst four when uh, when you're using that. Yeah. So uh, yeah. she is she's pretty cheap as well. So I mean, she works. I think she works fine. Also, she has a lieutenant option, so it's not impossible to have her as a lieutenant hunkering down and not using her before like the third round if you can get the job done with the Delamis and the Fides and and you have so many other uh, models to uh, to do stuff with so it's not important to always have her as an option but I think it feels better to have her regular yeah. Yeah. you can you cannot well, sacrifice her, but you can try try to shoot that um, linked sniper or whatever with your first round. Yeah. Um, I have in, in the latest list started using her, so her as a lieutenant um, because that opens up for a lot more, I think, with the, the NCO. Yeah. Uh, and when I didn't use the NCO, I had the Mujib as a lieutenant, the Mujibs, they're um, wild cards as well. So they can join this uh, Gulam link. Yeah. And that lieutenant also has the grenade launcher. He has better ballistic skill, uh, but then you lose the NCO order. It's not that important, but uh, if you want to move up the board, uh, Yara and the NCO helps that a lot. Yeah. Um, and this... Uh, this core of Gulams usually also has the the Gulam Doctor. She's 15 points. Uh, doctor plus three um, helps a lot, I think. Yeah, it's, it's crazy uh, not to take, especially yeah. since they're so good. Yeah, so you have her... Uh, I mean, it's usually a defensive core to start with because I also use the Mujib Heavy Rocket Launcher and like even going second, uh, you can always have that guy in an ARO position. Yeah. Uh, he goes down, sure, but he can um, he can make your opponent pay for uh, for trying at least. 
Yeah, so and, and the, 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 the dog that keeps him in the race for longer, so... They um, they have bioimmunity as well, so they're, yeah. they're three armor, effectively. But he has ballistic skill 13, so you're in a core link, so you have 16 plus 3 for the range of the heavy rocket launcher, usually. And if you're not in plus 3 range, then you have the X-Visor on this yeah. guy. And uh, the X visor helps both short range and long range, so you can you can try to defend against snipers uh, because of the high BS and and the the link. And um, you also have the tactical awareness order on this guy, which makes it I, I think it's dual for me because if you lose him uh, in an ARO, like you're starting as uh, the ARO piece you lose him like the first order, then you'll have effectively lost six orders instead of three, which kind of sucks. But I mean, if you get the heavy rocket launcher hit on something important, then you probably can get someone else under that template. Yeah. And if not, then opponent will have to move around to like secure other models, which I mean, as long as you're making your opponent pay with orders, yeah. then you've, you've done your job really. Well, and with 25 points, it's such a steal. It is. And yeah. even at one and half points SVC, it doesn't matter because what I'm counting really is that the Dilamis with their Panzerfausts maybe should be half an SVC point. Yeah. So yeah, with three or four of those, you've still got like heavy guns in ARO, so yeah. it's not, not the end of the world. And um, yeah, he, I think he, either he works really well or he dies against the first order. Yeah, something like that. I have had games where he's taken hits, he's made the, the saves, he's hit some shots and like making your opponent go with a doctor or engineer to pick their guy up to shoot again that will also be their like almost their full first round yeah so go yeah. putting up four dilamis and this guy uh, the muyib heavy rocket launcher in ARO in a core link is uh it's defensive and it works really well, yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah, and he's not out there alone, so yeah. It's... Like if I have to say what's won me games with Hassassin, it's this. It's like deploying however you want. You have um, you have a Harris team that I'll get to in a second, but you have also like so many defensive things that your opponent will have to either play safe and like use a lot of orders into moving around yeah. or they risk getting hit by Panzerfaust and rockets. Yeah. And combined with the Fides, of course. So I try to deploy everything so that somebody else sees one or two guys so they can like defend each other. Yeah. And if, if you're going for my Fidei, then I have two Dilamis who will see you before. And so it can make it difficult for your opponent. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what I love about these guys that that you have you have uh, in ARO you have a better chance of making uh, your opponent's life difficult 
than in active run because when you're working in active run you have to think where am i gonna go with my stuff yeah and that's harder because once you just lock down a couple of fire lanes you can just chill and, and make yeah. your opponent sweat yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. and um, so it is that's not it because the no. core links to somebody else and you have a buried hacker um Bereeds can uh, join the Gulam link. Yeah. They're almost like uh, a Gulam, but their hackers have pictures. And a picture in a link, uh, in a core link, uh, is, um, yeah, it's awesome because you yeah. have burst two. Yeah. Uh, you can put them either in the same spot if you really need to get that picture down, or you can put them in different spots. Uh, so at Ballistic 12, in a core link plus three within 16 it's i it doesn't work every time but it works yeah. mostly and getting that one or two pictures down will also make your opponent's life difficult because either you have secured objectives with a hacking area or you can um, yeah you can um, isolate their heavy uh, heavy guys or whatever yeah. and tags and, and stuff like that and um, that's what I love about them. The buried hacker, the killer hacker, also has Trinity minus three, which makes it even more difficult for your opponent to uh, take you out. Yeah. So usually I have either two of these guys, a regular hacker in a core, or a regular hacker and a killer hacker. Yeah. yeah. Or I use another wild card who is a yeah, character and that's Layla yeah and Layla Sharif she's well she's pretty basic she's not all that good she she has a killer hacking device and willpower 14 um but the fact that these uh, she's wild card and at 20 points she can join almost well she can join any core team or Harris yeah. and um uh, she has a shock marksman rifle, EM mines, and demo charges. So, uh, like, she can get stuff done because she can run with an aggressive link, uh, but defensively. So you won't probably be shooting with her. Yeah. But you actually get her up the board when you're moving with your attack pieces. So for for being a wild card, she's really useful. Yeah. Yeah. She brings. It, brings... Yeah, the versatile kit with the breaker pistol and the EM mines. She brings all, yeah, and then the killer hacking option. Yeah, so she has a lot of options to, to make your uh, opponent's life miserable, sure. I think, because, yeah, because the staple of your army will be the Asaviras. Mm -hmm. uh, and like bringing two Asaviras, which I usually do nowadays, uh, with her makes it a Harris team so like the the Harris leader who usually is the Spitfire guy yeah will have burst five with an AP Spitfire they have ballistic 14 and within 24 inches they like they really do damage yeah and like you need to get close to them but then you will have Leila Sharif there for hacking, hacker also... should not try. It's just two BTS nine <laughs> dudes and a, and a and a killer hacker. It's 
<laughs> I don't know, man, because... And I bring the Asavira Doctor with the boarding shotgun as well for yeah. that Harris team. So the boarding shotgun guy, um, like for being a specialist, he can push buttons with their, the six move. Uh, yeah. And uh, Doctor plus three gets everybody up, usually. Uh, with the regeneration, you also have a specialist that you your opponent needs to kill dead. Yeah. They can't just shoot them down and then used their last order to move to safety because then I'm just going to uh, regenerate yeah. on 14 and then they'll have a tough time again. Yeah. Um, especially since like the, the regeneration works at the end of your opponent's round. Mm -hmm. So I, I that order as well. So even if I'm not going to use the Asavira, I still get an extra order instead of having somebody unconscious. Yeah. Like, sure, they can die, but but out of 14, you still have a high enough chance to get up. Yeah. And your opponent won't want that. Um, so, yeah, I have that, Harris. I have the core. Uh, that's eight guys, or seven. I have Aljabel or Fidei. And that also gives me a Shatanaya missile launcher bot. Yeah. Um, this guy is um, at one and a half uh, SVCs. It's expensive that, that way. But in points, they're only 16 points. Like yeah. a, a regular Gulam is less, sure. But you can still use them as order monkey mm -hmm. and not use the missiles. Like if you if you use this order... Anamuyeb or, or the core link or the ha Asavira the Harris team, then I mean it's good good points value. Yeah. Um, so these guys have the ballistic uh, attack guided. So if your hackers can get somebody spotlit, um, you're gonna have a good time. Yeah. Because they have, yeah. like Cy launcher with AP explosive. And then you roll on plus six because they're uh, spotlit. Mm. So you're one shot at 18, but your opponent will have to be dodging or trying to reset. And um, it's not always that you have like a free hit, but it, it, you could count it as an order that you really need to use anyway. Yeah. Um, so, but pretty basic, yeah. And in a list where I don't have all that many forward observers, I only have the hacker, like the one hacker with um, the pitchers. Uh, this guy doesn't get all that much work. But um, actually having it in the list, standing somewhere hidden, makes it tough for your opponent because they can't ignore it and they can't ignore your hackers either. Yeah. So yeah. They, really need, they really want to take that hacker out. And then you have the Dilamis, you have Layla, you have stuff to to make it difficult for them to take that out. So even the, just having this guy makes your opponent use orders that they should be using on taking objectives or something. Yeah. So I, I think it's a good deterrent uh, for... Um, I, I usually don't use this in the active round in that way that I shoot a picture and I use spotlight and then I 
shoot the missile because yeah, that yeah, takes yeah, two orders. You're three orders down the line before you ever yeah. uh, before you so get shot. Yeah, so you're gonna use one order to shoot the pitchers yeah. and then just chill because then your opponent will be using some guy and you're just gonna spotlight them. Yeah, that's what I do with the, the hacker. And, well, what, um, I, what, what I do with this, uh, I, I uh, yeah, well, this this unit has similar cousins in other factions, and absolutely. with O12 uh, you can bring two, but um, only the one. Like mostly people expect, like yeah, this is the guided one, so you want to stay hidden. But it's sometimes very handy to put him in a place where he could, if he stood up, uh, cover a fire lane or uh, be a surprising. Uh, uh, active unit, uh, yeah. just firing a missile downrange from a from a from a uh, point your opponent least expected, because he was expecting the the missile bot to be just hiding. Absolutely, so, uh, it, it can have a very a, a, a very devastating shock value when the explosive uh, shot comes in. Oh, for sure, I've I've done that. I think I've done that once. Uh, yeah. One time I stood him up as a last chance ARO and I got shot down. Yeah. And another time I uh, yeah, used my last two orders to walk him into uh, visibility of somebody like doing, uh, they have the Casivax um, classified. Yeah. And so I just shot one shot, they dodged and I made it and then like denying your opponent that last objective point can net you the win. So, yeah. so for sure, it's uh, it's something you can't ignore totally. And if you do, then um, yeah, just hope that your opponent doesn't work well with it. I think with O12, you have either you have a lot of hackers and pitchers and and better use for it, sure. But yeah. I think e even just having it in the list is um, yeah. a, a lot. I, it means a lot. I There's another tool in the box which can be very devastating, and especially when your opponent is trying to avoid all the Lamis and all the other IRO stuff. Yeah, and then exactly. ends up in the picture, and then yeah, rockets come and in. I, I mean, even nowhere if, to hide. Yeah, nowhere. And even if you uh, if you take down the Lamis and uh, you kill off the hacker, then you still have this one guy. That's gonna be in my second combat group with the four Dilamis. Mm -hmm. And that is the Hassassin Nadir. Uh, so the Hassassin Nadir, uh, he's in hidden deployment. Yeah. So you won't see him. You'll know he's there. But also, as I explained with, with the Dilamis, your opponent will have to move cautiously because this guy has um, uh, the Flamen Spear. Which is a two-shot um, heavy rocket launcher. It's uh, you shoot off one shot and then you have one more. But he's also a forward observer. So if your opponent is moving in a way that he'll have one more order after the the active one, and you pop out and you forward nice. observe them. Or forward observe, yeah. Yeah. Um, he he actually doesn't have flash pulse, does he? Comes with the uh, observer, right? Yeah, but they're not. They don't have the flash pulse weapon. Oh. So that's another change because before, when you had forward observer, you also got the flash pulse. Oh, didn't uh, notice. Yeah. Um, so, but the but the fact that they have the flamer spear 
and forward observer makes them a tough target because he also has mimetism minus six. Yeah. So so this guy can either work as an ARO piece, uh, either with the, the Flamish bear or uh, the forward observer for your missile bot. Or you can, well, obviously you can use them in uh, active round as well to uh, to come out of hidden deployment and use the the weapons they have. Um, I usually bring the cheapest one because that's what I can afford with the, eight, the four dial armies. Um, but he has an, a, a submachine gun. He has forward deployment, four inches. And yeah. the Mimetism six works wonders when you're trying to do like either you can just try and forward observe your opponent the the whole match or or you can shoot the rockets yeah um he also has bs attack shock which means that he is going to be shooting a rocket that has a continuous damage template with shock so if you've bunched up your your core fire team of fusiliers or whatever uh, you're going to have a tough time yeah, uh, some kappas die horribly because of it. Yeah, exactly. So he has the surprise attack as well. Yeah. So shooting back at him uh, could be tough because he has the mimetism. He has surprise attack. He'll be in cover, obviously. Uh, well, his basic ballistic skill at 12, but the willpower 14 helps with the forward observer, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and especially since you're, you can put him in a situation where, you think, where your opponent thinks, well, I can maybe take on this lone Mujib or this lone Dalami and all of a sudden yeah. an Adir pops up and you have to deal with uh, yeah. <laughs> more Panzerfaust or more Flammenspear. Exactly. And and usually, usually they will have to to make that tough call of yeah. do I split the burst to give me a chance of not getting that rocket in my face even if it's at a minus six total if yeah. you're in good range with your weapon, but minus six for for the mimetism. So you're shooting a, a shot at seven or or ten if you're lucky. But yeah. I mean, uh, it's rough. I think, uh, especially if, if I choose to ARO on. If you're moving with a fire team, I'll obviously always shoot somebody's not the the, the leader, yeah. because then you'll have to dodge and. Hopefully, I also have a Dailami or or Asavira, like uh, defending. So yeah. I've had that do a couple of times when somebody moves up so they can get a clear shot of the Asavira. The Asavira is in a Harris link, so they get two shots. They have great ballistic skill from start, so they have at least a chance to defend themselves yeah. at at good range but cover mimetism whatever even if you have two shots at seven you can decide to do that or you have the dodge on 14s yeah but once you pick out you you bring out the nadir as well and you shoot two shots at 11s because of mimetism and cover or whatever and a rocket then that's a tough call because yeah. you probably want to dodge if if it's one of your better models so yeah, so sure. yeah I, I love these guys as well. Yeah. Either they die horribly uh, as the first ARO when they pop out, or they get the job done. And I mean that's that's how AROs work. I think yeah. with with all of your pieces. Yeah. And uh, and yeah, with so many 
ARO pieces, it's I think it's easy enough to have, uh, if not full orders, then at least eight orders left in your first combat group when it's your turn. Yeah. And if you have that core link intact or you have the Harris intact, eight orders is a lot of work you can get done, especially if you have already spotlit one or two models if you forward observed or if you still have the the um the fide yeah. or algebel so i think that's um yeah i think defending with that is really awesome yeah especially that like all your delamis and the nadir are in the second combat group so even if they all die you still have the first combat group intact what this does though uh, is that you can't move these guys into the first combat group if things are going horribly wrong because then you have well you can but you're going to be using a command token to move them and then another command token to use that yeah, order yeah, they're, they're, they was, it's just very expensive on command tokens very yeah. straining which well well meanwhile you need those command tokens to probably either repair your your, your link themes or uh uh, try and another uh, go at your role uh, heal, healing role that that failed all, although it was on seventeen. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> One failed seventeen is usually you need to use two command tokens. <laughs> I mean, either you make the the doctor roll or you fail it two times or three times in a row, <laughs> and that's just how it works. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Then the eighteen prepare uh, somehow. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> But this is how I play them. I play them with a 10-man uh, first group and then five in the second. Yeah. I've seen players have split the combat groups. So you have like eight orders in the first and seven in the second. But if you need to go first and your opponent strips you of two orders, I think that combat group, whichever they decide to strip the orders from, that combat group will have a tougher time. I yeah, think. yeah. Uh, even with your like core link and and Harris, so so yeah, there's that. Yeah, I've 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 come to the conclusion that like I I I I either mix or do do the ten five. Yeah. And I uh, make especially in tournaments, I make it depend on the missions uh, as of now, because sometimes when you have missions where you really have to go to your deploy the deployment zone of your opponent, like with capture or protect or or yeah. uh, mind wipe, then you want to make a ten five. But sometimes with yeah. uh, with uh, the other stuff, qu quadrant control, uh, you want to where where you want to move your whole army. Yeah. To get into positions, those missions it's fun to uh, go uh, split it up and have uh, a gunman or one that goes active in either either setup. Absolutely, and, for sure. Uh, so you have to really look like do you want to move your whole army or do you want to move a, a part of a army very well and very much forward yeah yeah it is uh yeah it's for sure everything depends on the mission i've found that yeah. like even for panic room mission you can have the the core link uh defensive yeah. and then you use the as a leader link to 
actually go into the room and then you follow with uh, the core link in the second round yeah. or third round, whatever. But they uh, they can actually move that far with the orders they need uh, instead of being in in the second combat group and and having fewer orders. Yeah. So and with like with the Dilamis, it doesn't matter if they die in the end because they they probably have served their purpose if you deployed them well enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're there to drain orders from your opponent. Yeah. Yeah. And so so depending on, on Yara as well, if I want to use her or if I'm confident in having her a lieutenant and not using her all that much, I can also remove one Dilami and go with a Mutavia. Mm -hmm. uh, these guys are also, they're very cheap. They're uh, impetuous, they have smoke grenades, and a, a versatility of weapons as well, usually template weapons, because you have either a chain rifle or boarding shotgun, you have uh, E-meter as well, yeah. and and you can choose uh, E-marat, sorry. Um, you can choose a jammer if you want to, um, but yeah, I usually have them for, for the smoke grenades. Yeah. So, like... The playstyle I've been using is everybody has like a use, so I'm not bringing um, models or profiles that um, I don't know what to do with. Mm -hmm. uh, and that way, these cheap guys they they're gonna do what they're gonna do, and they're gonna either die doing it or they're gonna kill off some of your opponent's stuff. Yeah. And um, I think at five points for. For a guy that only throws smoke grenades or runs off and, and takes down one unit, is uh, I think it's a good use for that profile. Yeah. And especially with, they have dogged. So you can run up with a chain rifle. And if your opponent isn't in suppression fire or in a fire team, they're... Uh, they're gonna probably eat a chain rifle even if you take a wound, you can still keep going. Yeah. And um, so I think that these guys are worth it, like worth an attack if your opponent has bunched up uh, a single wound models or the, if they've taken damage already, uh, as long as it's not like, it's pretty much wasteful to throw this yeah. guy at a sphinx because you're not going to take out that last wound, probably, uh, and you're going to die to a, a flamethrower, but but absolutely worth the risk uh, if that's the only thing you can do. Because I, I some profile... Really, really handy, or, or at least used very well against me if you have missions where they just run up to an objective and stay there and just be a nuisance for your opponent uh, not getting oh, sure. towards the objective. Yeah. Especially and when they still... Jammer... Yeah, exactly. Like the jammer has become worse because it's only uh, two use now. Yeah. So so it's like your opponent might come up with a couple of figures that you try to jam, and then when you don't have the jammer anymore, then they're coming with the heavier guy. So uh, I'm not all too fond of it anymore because I I would rather use the dilamis, but the 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 smoke grenade, the cheapest one, smoke grenades they use because then you can probably just use either the impetuous or the irregular order to move your um, Asavira link yeah. after you're thrown the smoke grenade. 
or you can get used for Yara uh, to move that core or shoot as well. And, and the fact that these guys have a breaker pistol is that you can't really ignore them either. No. So they're going to be, they have a physical of 12, so they can either dodge, not well, but they can dodge, or they throw the smoke grenade at their feet. So they have some kind of defense. But the fact that you're you're going to be running for the objective and they're going to shoot you with the breaker pistol, you need to shoot them down. If they don't go down, they uh, go into dogged and they have that one last chance to to shoot back. Yeah, I think that's uh, that's worth a lot because yeah, mostly sure. in the single one models, the cheapest ones like the metros or or whatever else, Once they have that one. Them, yeah. They take one hit, they go down, and then there's just open space for you to run. But these guys, they just they just stay up till they're dead completely. Yeah. And they can absolutely get stuff done. And especially in, in uh, scenarios like Armory or, or uh, Panic Room, where they use, they have impetus, so they use the eight inch move, and then they have their irregular order, so they can actually get into the panic room or stand outside of it. And yeah. for the next round, uh, it's going to be awesome to just pop him in, do the chain template, and hopefully get off a couple of wounds off these guys that are holding it, so your Asavira team can just walk in there. Yeah, 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 yeah. And as well, at, at five points, they can they can actually run into there or dodge in there. And if there's nobody there, you're holding the room yeah. and you get points for that. So at five points, uh, they're a steal, really. Yeah, they can make all the difference. Yeah. I mean, even even with the war course nowadays, I've, I've usually brought them as well. If there's, like, if I'm using Dilamis and I, I want a Matavia, then I have three points off. And I can grab um, a warcore as well. Yeah. Even if they they hit with that one flash pulse, then it's. I mean, if if, if your opponent comes with Achilles or the Avatar or whatever, and you crit with a flash pulse, and their first round is, they can't do Just anything. Being, being blinded it's, by the light. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Or they need to use the the engineer or or like lose a re-roll and whatever. Yeah. Everything that costs orders for your opponent is awesome, I think. Yeah. Um, and that's basically the lists I've been playing. There's a lot of stuff that I haven't tried even, mm. or I've tried a couple times. And I, I just want to say that everything is situational, I think. Yeah. But with the the main list that I've, I've brought up, I've had... A, a, a lot of luck, I guess. Mm -hmm. Like it, it, You create your own luck by deploying well enough, but I think, yeah, I think that's worked for me, at yeah. least. For sure. Yeah, it sounds all very, very solid, and, and just as as a whole, the, 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 the Hassassins have been a, become a great ARO army. Yeah, with, for with, sure. With yeah, the combination of uh, a cheap core, Mugib, uh, Asriara also being able to fend their own. Uh, yeah. In the Harris, then you have all the the Lamy, the Nadir, the yeah, the combination of all these units. Uh, yeah, you it... have 
like active as well. Yeah. Because you can you have so much defensive capabilities, you still have a lot of active units as well. Yeah. And and Harris of Asaviras, even if it's two Asaviras and, and Layla, they're yeah, they're above eighty points. So if you get them into a zone uh, to control, it's they're hard to get down. Yeah. And um so yeah, that's uh, I think they work well for both control missions and kill missions. Mm-hmm. But I think the with the lists I've been building, they have a hard time with those missions where you can deploy in the middle f- to hold objectives because I'm either starting like in my uh, deployment zone yeah. and at my bonus deployment zone. Sure, my Delamis might be at the objectives, but they're not specialists, so they don't... They're not pushing it, no. Yeah, they're not pushing the buttons. What you can do is you can sacrifice Al-Jabel or a day and bring a Farsan forward of the server yeah. uh, to forward work with your missile bot or just to get to press the button. Yeah. Um, you could all also bring the chain of command Farsan and then have your, your active... Uh, AP Spitfire as a Vira as a lieutenant yeah. to to actually use that order once you get uh, across the board. And I there are a lot of small variations you can do, even if the list looks almost exactly the same. Mm-hmm. And and that's what I kind of love about it. People will always assume that either Yara or Desavira are lieutenants, but you can you can still have either have a, enough defense for them or you can have a chain of command which will just yeah everything simpler for you yeah 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 just because the force on out there with the with chain of command and uh take yeah. more risk uh with your with your lieutenants absolutely and even if you go into uh, a loss of lieutenant in say the second round you still have a lot of uh, irregular troops that have been irregular from start or yeah, yeah. you can they don't care. <laughs> yeah. The toughest is obviously going in the loss of lieutenant in the third round uh, and not having a full core link and like stuff like that. Then you're pretty much done for. But I mean, for that to happen, your opponent must have been playing well enough for you to lose. So I mean, yeah. it's not the end of the world. It's I think those games as well uh, are are fun. They teach you a lot of stuff when you when you lose if yeah. you. If you win by running around with Al-Jabel in the first round and killing off everything, then you haven't learned anything because a good opponent will make you pay next time instead. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, are there any any things you still want to try out? Oh, for sure. Uh, I actually haven't fielded uh, Yasbir. And I think, like... The fact that people will know that it's Yasbir, um, I think that um, I mean that complicates things. I think he's too expensive to have in a core link, Halamasked. Uh, uh, yeah. So you probably want to have him infiltrated. Uh, so, but yeah, he has Holomask, He's a specialist operative. So sure, you can use him to press a button. Uh, he also has the hollow projector. So, if you know that your opponent, like if you're playing a one-off match mm. against somebody that you know will have a lot of mines 
or crazy koalas or whatever. Yeah. Sure. Just bring Yasbir for 34 points. You have the hollow projector. You run up two of the hollows and take out as many mines as you possibly yeah. can. Take that Moran Masai with your crazy koalas. Yeah. Eat exactly. hollow. <laughs> uh, Hug the hollows. <laughs> exactly. And I mean, he has smoke grenades. He has the viral close combat with the good um, the close combat skills, martial arts. Um, and he is a specialist with the stealth. So yeah. you have, I mean, at those points, sure, it's still pretty much just exactly what you need. But 34 points is a lot if you have the Asaviras, if you have everything else that you need. In yeah, this. yeah, yeah. It's, it's the price of, a, uh, of an El Jubel. It's, it's, yeah, it's, exactly. it's more expensive than El Jubel, one point more. So if I have El Jubel in the list, I have four Dilamis and I want this guy instead, I'll have to first sacrifice El Jubel at 33 points. Yeah. Then I'll have to sacrifice a Dilami at and bring that down from eight points to either six points or or bring the the Mutavia. Yeah. So I think all those that's the main problematic thing I think for me is once I've built a good list, I don't really <laughs> feel like changing that up all that much. Yeah. And yeah, uh, I I've done that a couple of times with like if you don't bring the the regular buried hacker. You can take off a few points if it's one or two points to bring the killer hacker instead. Yeah. Like um, if you need, or if you really need that point somewhere else. Yeah. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't downgrade my hacker for Yasbir against Alchabel. No. I think that's uh, that's probably one of the main problems I think with assassins that yeah. all these guys that you really want to try out, they're so expensive. Uh, towards what you need to remove from your list. Yeah. And the same goes for the Hassassin IR. These yeah. guys are sure they're they're um they have hollow projector and hollow mask. They've got surprise attack minus six, which is awesome. And the minis they're are specialist. so cool. Yeah they are. They're the best minis yeah. for sure. There are two wounds, three armor, three BTS. They've got Ballistic 13, and great weapon choices as well. You either go with a sniper rifle from range, or you have the rifle, E-meter, Panzerfaust, and Viral Pistol, or you could go in the middle with a Shock Marksman rifle. Yeah. For sure. But, once again, they're at 37 to 41 points. You either have one of these guys, or you have an Asavira. And and like an Asavira doctor in Harris is a lot more worth than I I feel than IR. Yeah, then this because guy it, sniping from the back or yeah. You don't want a forty-one point sniper when you have three or four Dilamis that are starting in the middle of the board. Yeah. And they can still like they can still have the fire lanes to shoot their Panzerfausts at plus three. Because if you're close enough to this camo marker that you know is a Dilami, then I'm going to put down a template or shoot with the light shotgun hit mode. Yeah. And this IR guy, at 40 points or 37, he lacks 
any kind of forward deployment. Like if he had forward deployment four or eight, sure, I'd bring him. But as he is now, you're going to be using one order to move him. He's four four, so yeah, it's going to cost a lot to get him into the. And I've, I people have been talking about this guy is awesome for control missions. This guy is awesome with the hollow projector to take out the mines. So running off for himself, he could get a lot of stuff done. But at the same time, you can get a lot of stuff done with a Harris or even a duo of Asawira and somebody else. Yeah. So, it's uh, a good unit, but it can't outshone. But yeah. like firing with a surprise minus six. It's... Yeah. <sighs> Screen cover and surprise attack minus six. You're shooting a Panzerfaust against the tank, sure. Or you're shooting a viral pistol plus one burst with ballistic 13 uh, against something else. Sure, absolutely. Um, I'm going to try him. I haven't tried him uh, because I think those points are better used somewhere else. Yeah, it takes, but, it takes a lot of orders to get him to do what yeah. he can do best. Sure. And and with the fact that you have a core team, well, that I have a core team and a Harris team, a Harris team in the first combat group, if yeah. I, I have this guy there as well, I'm not going to be using coordinated orders to move stuff around. Yeah. Like if I had enough three or four figures that want to move at the same time, then it'll be worth it. But as he is now, probably won't be making any lists. Yeah. Um, there's the Shihab uh, Total Reaction Remote, which I've been, like, I use Q-Drones uh, in uh, Combined Army as both attack pieces and defensive pieces, but yeah. here it just, it's outshined by so much more, I think. Yeah. Without Mimetism, it's not an attack piece, and, like, yeah, you'd have to be using a lot of orders, um, to get it work well, yeah. and you you don't need it as a defensive AROP piece because you have the dilamis oh, yeah, and you the, already have a gang uh, doing that. Exactly, and to make it work, you would have to bring um, a Camille Evo bot, and yeah, I mean to, to get the, the marksmanship on it. Exactly, and these guys are their silhouette four. They only have the Evo hacking device. They don't have any guns in in combined army. I always bring the Evo bot and the Q-Rome because the Evo bot has a combi rifle. It's got deep charges and it's a silhouette three, so it moves around a lot easier. And and I'm bringing a Camille. It would just be like you bring the order. Sure, it's yeah. got baggage. You're not gonna be using baggage like. Two Panzerfausts from a Dilami, that's what they're going to have. And they're, then they're going to have a light shotgun or a pistol. Yeah. Because I'm not going to be using baggage to reload them uh, and um, stuff like that. Sure, I could bring one, uh, but then I would bring the regular Camille mm -hmm. if I want to play the hacking game. If I bring two hackers, uh, a killer hacker buried and a regular hacker buried with pictures, then sure, I'll bring uh, um, three Dailami and a Camille so they can they yeah. can get their uh, pictures full again. Yeah. 
as well with them. I think it's the tactic of having two pictures to shoot. You chance it. If it doesn't work, then you're going to be doing something else. Yeah. If it works, sure, then you're going to try and hack something or you're going to just keep safe with knowing that your opponent can't go into that repeater area because mm -hmm. then they're going to get but the fact that you would have to be like you miss the uh, the pictures then you're going to use baggage and then you're going to shoot pictures again a tactic like that would mean that you're using a lot of orders on something that you probably can can do in a different way yeah 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 for sure so i think like having the the possibility but not having to to use it all the time yeah. i think uh works well enough and that's with the, the attack pieces as well. You have the Harris team with Dasawiras and Leila Sharif. If they're pinned down by like an Issa sniper in core team or or whatever, these Varuna snipers and and you have no way of getting them to move, then you still have the Fide, you have the core team with Yara, you have a lot of other attack vectors. Yeah. So I, I have had Matches where the, the Asatawiras haven't done anything. Yeah. And even with that point cost, uh, I've won the match because I haven't had other stuff that can do the, yeah, the job. Yeah, there's so much versatility in the rest of the list that you can pick up the slack. Or the... Uh, and with that said, I think there are profiles that I want to use uh, because I think they would bring uh, bring another toolbox uh, into the list, yeah. and these guys are the assassins Shijay. Mm -hmm. um, these guys to the to uh, exactly to the yeah. yeah yeah, and they have what they have. What I like is the forward deployment plus eight. Yeah. They have magnetism minus six, and they're specialist operatives. Yeah, so it's still the same as the Nadir, but they don't have the hidden deployment, and they can deploy a bit further out. Mm -hmm. um, terrain total uh, and stealth and specialist, as I said, so they can they actually want to move up and get stuff done. Yeah, have submachine guns, the Flammenspear, EM mines, a breaker pistol, uh, and that's the cheapest option for 24 points. Yeah, they're pretty so, solid specialists that can hold their own even in a fight. Sure, but uh, as I've said. With everything, when it comes down to the points cost, if it's either the Shujay or the Nadir, I'm always going to go with the Nadir. Because you want because hidden, if, yeah, the hidden is so I, good. I want that the mind games that makes my opponent second guess all their moves. And if I don't have that, if I have this guy on the board, I have the second combat group with four Dailamis and the first group with ten. My opponent is gonna know. Oh shit! I can just walk straight up this way, yeah. and, and and that's not gonna cost him any extra orders. No. So in a way, I would have to remove something else, and I think that's with the expensive stuff that you bring already, uh, it's difficult. Yeah. Um, if anything, it would be to try out to not have the the Asaviras. So if I ditch the Hasawira Doctor and the Hasawira Spitfire, I could bring one of these guys and something else. Yeah. And uh, 
in that way, it would be good to have forward deployment and also or infiltration. I could bring another FIDE. Um, I think it could work. Yeah. And uh, that, that would be interesting to try out, actually. Um, you get more into your face instead of walking out of your deployment zone. Exactly. And when it comes to weaponry, I think the submachine gun and Flammerspear guy is the one to take because the other options are more expensive and they don't really bring something that you don't already have on something else. Yeah. If you bring the guy with an AP rifle, light shotgun and D charges, sure you have all the, the types of damage. It's like the submachine yeah. gun, so you have the AP and the shock, the flammer spear for continuous damage, the EM for Yeah. Well, if if you can't exactly. take it out with the three other stuff, then you have some BTS uh, shenanigans. Absolutely, for sure. And and this guy starts further up the board. In in the missions where the deployment zone is 16 inches, I'm uh, I'm gonna try him out. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Because then go yeah. Up, you can get him into suppression fire, and uh, the submachine gun will work up to 24. Ooh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. And you have the yeah mimetism minus six in cover, so it's good. Yeah. Uh, the there is that if you're using him as an arrow piece with the, the suppression fire, then you're going to be losing a specialist operative who would be like, you could put down a mine in uh, a difficult situation or, uh, mm. or press about stuff like that. So that's why I like them Nadir as well. You always have that first chance of making your opponent pay before you're going to be using him as yeah. a forward observer to like press buttons and yeah, stuff like that. To do. Yeah. For sure. So, um, the I've played the Farsens. I've had both forward observers and, and chain of command. They're, they're camouflaged. They're infiltrated. I mean, they're, uh, pretty basic, I guess. The thing they have is, is shock attack that they can put on their rifle, light shotgun, or even boarding shock. Um, which is you could kill off specialists, like infiltrated specialists, you could kill off. And, um, like you, you have stuff for that as well. You have Yara uh, if they're standing up, or or you have the Dilamis probably can go hunting as well. Mm-hmm. But like yeah, a, another specialist that's camouflaged and infiltrated is for some missions really good. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Uh, something I have tried just a couple of times though uh, is the mm, let's see what they're called uh, the Rafik. Yeah. So the the Rafik are, I think, the the game's best uh, forward observer remote. Uh, like all the uh, every other team has them, but they're cheaper. They have a rifle and light shotgun. Um, I mean, they're they're good. Yeah, yeah I've, I've... a light shotgun, and in combination, they you know sometimes if you if you could evo him, yeah, they shoot that scary. Uh... Exactly. I mean, you can you can try the triangulated fire if you need to, but they have the sensor. Uh, they can do a lot of stuff. I've tried the Red Fury uh, one as well, and it works fairly well because it's fast. Yeah. It has sensor. It, it's a forward observer, so you can like it gets a lot of stuff done if your if your fire teams are either holed up or if yeah. they're where 
want to be because if even if you have a fire team that's the, where they're going to be uh they're not going to be shooting probably at something they're just going to hunker down yeah and red fury on on a moving platform is always good i think yeah for sure yeah and the, what i haven't tried really is the rajik like i think with combat jump uh, troops mm-hmm. uh in Ariadna, in different other factions, when they come cheap enough, you can try them. And if you fail that attack vector, then it's not a big deal. Mm-hmm. But with Ajik being that expensive as they are, um, I, I think they really don't make the list because I have, as I said, the the the, the Nadir already. Yeah, but they're, they're the, 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 it being dogged and the immunity shock means it can drop in a situation where you know, like, oh, right, there's an opponent looking at it, but it's only one shot. So I can chance it, take a hit. Absolutely. And still but, dog it, keep on going. Yeah. But once you're dogged, you're going to die. So yeah. you can't. Uh, you can go somewhere to press a button, sure. You can kill off that guy as well. But you need to drop somewhere where you're just going to take the one shot. Yeah, it's a from it's, then on. I feel that usually playing against better players, if you try it and they have something hidden, or if they, have, if, if they make that first shot and you go dogged, and then you're going to fail your second attack or well your first attack against them because they they still have the chance of shooting you down yeah. uh, so i i think it's so situational obviously and and um if i bring a list where i put the hacker in so to get a specialist that i can combat jump somewhere um it's still like probably going to use the parachutist because it's fist 12 so I'm going to walk in from the side. Then I still need to use a lot of orders to walk him somewhere else. And and I think with the specialists I already have in either the Harris team or the core team, uh, they can get there probably faster. So like if you need the chance of combat jumping, sure, but probably have built the list in a way that these guys needed and um i don't know that's how i've been playing at least and yeah and sure i mean i have i have combat jumpers in combined army as well but usually it's either the tariot with the explosive combat jump to either pick out a, a lieutenant or a group of figures uh, or I bring the Rassiat with the Spitfire who can walk in 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 the opponent's deployment zone. Like this guy is more expensive, yeah. but but is there for a different reason. He's going to walk in somewhere he's not seen and then use a lot of orders in, in assassinating an army if, if they're facing the wrong way. Yeah. So chancing a, a, a classified or making the objective run on 31 points... Um, I, I would probably rather have like like the far send forward server at yeah. 20 points. They're going to be there from start. I'm going to push the button. Uh, it's going to be fine. Um, maybe, maybe. Um, obviously, like a hacker combat jumping into your opponent's deployment zone where they have a tag 
uh, and then just hacking them with the second order is would be awesome, obviously. Yeah. Uh, but as I said, with playing with so much defense that the Delam is bring, mm-hmm. I have felt that it's it's all that necessary. No. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that's about it. The, yeah. the thing I've been playing with the Nairon engineer as well and and I mean these guys they just don't have enough work to be decent enough in the list I don't have enough remotes that need repairing yeah. and for classified sure but then you're using up a point where you like at 15 points you would rather have the killer hacker buried yeah um, or something faster with, like a Rafiq yeah. With something faster now, we have also Fiddler, who is... Oh, yeah. Please, yeah. I haven't tried her out yet. Uh, she's so expensive, because I would love to run her with double jackpots at 42 points, and then add, like, a Nasmet or two as well. Yeah. You would have one piece uh, that can move... That like... moves like a core. <laughs> <laughs> And with the weapons these jackpots have, like the Vulcan shotgun, you're you're gonna be dodging that because they're gonna put down the templates there. They also have explode and like it's so awesome. Yeah. Climbing us, nobody's safe. For a seven point bot just comes climbing up. They can like there you can actually really just climb in. Even if they shoot you unconscious, you're gonna explode. Yeah. If you make the or save, then you're just gonna put down templates or like use hit mode, ballistic yeah. eleven plus six. Uh, it's I think as one of those cinematic figures that would be make it awesome work in a list. Yeah, it's, it's just yeah. There's no reason to try it, at least out ones. And Let's I think yeah. Oh, for sure, absolutely. So I I think that's about it. Fiddler. Yeah. The, the main one I would love to try. I think I'm closer to trying out Jasper with the holo projector because uh, many, many opponents have like mine networks, either if it's TAC who have uh, forward deployed mines with uh, decoys, yeah, or you have like someone with, there's always that one opponent who has a mine layer or two, yeah. Chasseur or whatever, and it's just a rough time taking them out because, course, like yeah. the Asus team, if they all take one wound because of a mine, then it's you can't steamroll with them in the same way. No, 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 no. There's just yeah. So I think I think they Jasper will have his use, uh, and if not, like he has so many options to to use that holo projector either yeah. to set them up as aro pieces or or just deny your opponent setting up mines or whatever um yeah. well your opponent can set up mines if they're just regular holo projectors i guess um but yeah i i think moving around with that guy will will make your job a lot easier yeah um the only thing i guess i haven't talked about is the their new tag the shakush yeah and yeah i i have I'm, I'm, i've looked at the art and i'm really excited to see uh it 
being made real, but we still have yeah, to wait for I, it. Yeah, as with everything else, that's exciting. Just waiting for it and then yeah. hoping really that it has a cool pose because the art really looks awesome. Yeah, for sure. And tags nowadays, they have tactical awareness, they have plus one damage, they have like everything they really need. Nice. Uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Peace, fire, and heavy flamethrowers. No, like I think it would work really well. Problem is, as with everything else, if I'm deciding what to lose to bring this guy, yeah. it'd be probably the Asawira team. Yeah. That way, well, sure, I would probably run it with an engineer or fiddler and hopefully something uh, that has infiltration specialists and whatnot but yeah I, I think it's a solid tag for what it costs and what it brings yeah for sure I, I wouldn't go for the heavy machine gun because yeah. everything you're shooting at nowadays has either high armor or has uh, mimetism they're hard to hit and you're going to be running this guy uh, in cover and get them up the board uh, and go nuts with the AP Spitfire. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that's, uh, that that's what you're going to be doing with it. Yeah. Problem is that, that at Ballistic 14 and, and 6-2 move, the, the Asawiras bring so much more. Like if an Asawira goes down, they use regeneration. Yeah. You got those points back and if this guy goes down you're going to be running with an engineer like all i'm talking about is orders but that's like you have a, a base of orders yeah, yeah. you have you have 30 orders for the main group and then tactical awareness and and in irregular orders or whatever but if something costs you five extra orders it's not worth it yeah. and that's why Infiltration is so good. I talked about it with Ariadna. When you have 20 guys and you have a lot of infiltration, you don't use those orders on them. You can use it on something else. And when you're getting a Harris team up the board instead of a single figure, uh, it's just worth so much more. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what I will be trying as well is like Govads and Lasiques and doing a list that has two Harris teams instead, mm -hmm. instead of four, because having the core and having the option of remaking the core is good in its way, but also they're pretty flimsy models. They get shot pretty easily if somebody comes up to them and, and you really don't want to risk all your stuff in one corner. No. So two Harrys with infiltrators with backup, I think, could be do work. Yeah, I think they can be worth trying, especially the Lasik that has like it's got a sniper, it's uh, got plus one damage, and it has mimetism stuff like that. Like if you can get a lot of skills into one single piece and then put them in a Harrys. Yeah. I think that was that's awesome. And it's a viral sniper, and and I'm yeah, just... if you get hit by that, that can be awful. yeah, especially when you are a bear. Yeah, <laughs> especially with Cosmoflot and and yeah. Ariadna. Now uh, people are starting to try them out, and 
realizing how good these either the dog soldiers or the bears are i think having a second list that is completely different from the first list is i think worth it yeah because if i have this the main basic list that i usually run i'm gonna try Al Jabel, if he doesn't kill off what he needs to, then I'll have to use the Sawira link and so on and so on. Mm-hmm. But having a totally different list will also give you the possibility of, of facing opponents that would get you uh, murdered instead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely so, leave the second list. Exactly. Yeah. For sure. And with that, I mean, the viral sniper rifle in ARO is perfect. And that's why I want to try IR as well, because he has the viral pistol. So mm-hmm. he could, could save you against bears. He could go on the offensive. When you're in, in um, ARO with a bear, you're going to shoot a shotgun or chain rifle or smoke grenades or whatever they have. But yeah. like viral pistols will, will do a lot of damage, yeah. I hope. So I think that's about it when it comes to the rundown of the army. Yeah, no, great rundown. Uh, thanks for uh, coming on and uh, and giving thanks. some insight into uh, yeah in a terrific army. Yeah, for sure. Say, if if you like I... to go uh, ARO, this is this is the army to 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 get. For sure. Uh, I think they they get the job done in that way, and then. If you like the play style of infiltration, you have infiltrating specialists. You yeah. also have the infiltrating Hussam Yasbir, who can do he can do the same stuff, but he can do it a bit differently. You have the Dilamis, and also you have the different fire teams to choose from. Yeah, and with so many um, wild cards, you can do like a really awesome Harris team that either can go on the offense or stay defensive. Yeah. And if they go down, you just reform it by throwing in somebody else. Yeah, 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 for sure. The, the Mujibs, I haven't tried them in larger teams. I have used two Mujibs. So they're good in the way that they can jump into the other... Like, uh, like a, yeah. links for sure. Yeah. But if you have Govans or Lasiks, you will need people to fill those links instead. Yeah. So I have uh, I have like two Asaviras and a Govad hacker for a specific countermeasures mission. Yeah. Because they have the, the MSV1 visor, so they can do one more classified instead of somebody else. But you're always sacrificing something. So remember that, that if you're bringing uh, Leila Sharif, you get the demo charges and you get a killer hacker, but you don't have a visor and you don't have I like something else. Yeah. Um, so for sure. Cool. Well, yeah. any, any any shout outs you would like to make? Oh, for sure. I've got like a different side of this uh, hobby uh, from from painting and building scenery is uh, the patches. Mm-hmm. I have been fond of the infinity patches. So I've started collecting and uh, it is largely thanks to two people. Mm-hmm. We have Bob Fletcher in Virginia and Derek Nichols in Colorado. Uh, these two Americans have like really opened up my eyes to the market. They've shown me 
uh, both which groups to get into, and they're like the friendliest of guys. So a huge shout out to these two, and uh, thanks for being there for me. Yeah, gotta patch them all. <laughs> yeah, gotta find all the patches. Yeah, it's Pokemon, <laughs> but with patches. <laughs> cool. All right. Yeah. Well, uh, well, thanks again for coming on to the show. It was a pleasure. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. And uh, to all the listeners, I hope you enjoyed the show. And I will see you all next time.